Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here is your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. God bless you. God bless you. I hope you've been enjoying these uh, teachings as you join us today again on uh, Kingdom Insight. I believe uh, God wants to give you a release in your life. I believe uh, God wants to dismantle all those things that has put a limitation over your life, a limitation over your family, a limitation over your future. Because uh, what the enemy does, and I'll give you an example here, I was born in a family of 10, and everything that we tried to do, it's like the enemy had just a hold on us. But until I learned out to fight, and I made a promise to say, I am not going to live in poverty, I'm not going to live in in darkness. I have to find the light of God. But it comes by you yourself making a promise and a commitment to the Word of God to bring change in your life. Because change does not just come just like that without your commitment and without your participation. So if you are looking for deliverance, for example, you got to participate to know that which God wants you to deliver you from and that which you want God to deliver you from because many people want something or to get somewhere but they don't want to participate. It comes with commitment to the word of God, commitment to Jesus Christ. It is when you are in Christ that you begin to live a different life where God begins to fight for you, where God begins to dismantle and break every spells, every witchcraft, every spiritual, you know, demonic spirits that has been done or are pushed towards your life. Listen to this here. There are people right now in the in in in. in, 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 in there are people right now casting spells over people. You never know. Uh, you, 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 you don't know. You, do, you don't see them. But that is the reality. I remember one time we were in, um, in a small country called Malawi. I was invited there to go and pray with the people of Malawi because there was a certain place where uh, 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 every time cars passed there, uh, there were lots of accidents and people die uh, 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 like in numbers. Uh, it's like uh, the enemy had done a sacrifice on uh, that particular spot and ba- that particular road. And maybe you know of places in your country, uh, know of places in your community where there is constantly accidents happening. There is constantly something going on there. You know what? That is just not, not a natural occurrence. The devil and the demonic people, they find uh, places where they, they, they set up an altar for their sacrifices and the sacrifices comes from people that's why you hear just the same spot people dying on the same spot so they in Malawi what we did was we were invited to go to that place and we began to pray. We began to pray over that particular place. We declared the word of God over that particular place. And as uh, we prayed and we cried out to God and anointed the place with, uh, with, uh, with anointing oil and declared the word of God, changed and reversed everything that the enemy had done to that particular spot, we heard there was no more accidents anymore. You have to understand the enemy has gates where they want to 
be when, where they want to access people. So understanding those things are very important, but you are very crucial to your deliverance and your family's deliverance or your marriage's deliverance because when you commit to God and God commits to you, there is no way the enemy will take advantage of you because the light of God is going to be in your life. So we continue on this topic. I want to take you to Judges chapter 6 verse verse 12 and before i give you the background here let me be, before we read let me give you a quick background here uh, this is about gideon and you know this story uh, the angel of the lord is going to appear to gideon but what is so but what is so interesting, first of all, is that uh, Gideon is hiding at this particular time. And what has happened is that uh, each time the children of Israel planted uh, their crops, the enemy would come, uh, uh, steal all the crops, and actually plunder whatever was left behind. So Israel was in poverty because of that. Each time they planted, they remember, they worked so hard, planted their crops, expecting expecting something powerful to you know expecting a, a harvest to come and the enemy would come in and steal their crops and plunder everything else so Israel was in poverty but God is gonna use one man he's gonna identify this man and this man has to bring now a stop to that particular spirit of losing to their enemies constantly God is going to do something about the situation but God needs to work with someone in your life and the cooperation of Gideon was going to be very important as well as to God doing now doing his work of liberating his people or giving them freedom from what the enemy was doing. Now, let me pause before you read right there. You may resonate with this, that, uh, you know, each time you do something, you start a business, it doesn't go anywhere. You may put in good money, it doesn't go anywhere. You start something, uh, uh, you know, uh, meaningful, it ends bad. You see, sometimes those things are not just natural. I'm not suggesting that everything like that that happens is because of uh, the spiritual world, but I want to tell you that that there are spiritual forces of uh, evil out there that don't want you to succeed and don't want you to move ahead in life. And there are people actually even uh, speaking words, uh, 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 cases over your life that you may not understand who don't want you to get ahead. So to change that, you got to know, first of all, who you are in Christ, as we mentioned in one of the series. And not only that, God has to be in you. So God God here is going to go to Gideon now. Let's read. It says, uh, then the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said that the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. So first of all, the angel appears to Gideon and uh, he tells Gideon, the Lord is with you. And that is very significant right there because at this particular time, Gideon does not feel like uh, God is with him. Gideon doesn't feel like uh, God is with him and Gideon doesn't feel like a mighty warrior. If you read carefully this text there, uh, the, all, the, the entire, you know, um, 
uh, account, you're going to find that Gideon is actually hiding. He's hiding from the enemy because the enemy has been coming in to plunder their crops. He's hiding as he's taking some of uh, the wheat to go and hide. Uh, and then the angel appears to him. The Lord is with you. That is a very important statement. The Lord is with you. Then the mighty warrior comes on. You know why? Because if the Lord is with you, then you're going to be a mighty warrior and if you are a might warrior because the Lord is with you there is no way the enemy can defeat the purposes of God or defeat you at all because God is the one now with you fighting for you so as we begin to dive into this we begin to look at uh, these words first mighty warrior why is the angel telling Gideon you are a mighty warrior because Gideon doesn't feel like he's a mighty warrior because he is hiding we know and he's complaining about what the enemy is doing to them but the Lord says a uh, mighty warrior one of the definition of uh, warrior is uh, a person who is engaged uh, or experienced in warfare that is very important right there uh, go look up this word mighty warrior is a, is, 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 a, is a person engaged or experienced in uh, warfare but we understand one thing here that uh, Gideon did not uh, had no experience in fighting these people so Gideon he doesn't feel like he's a mighty warrior he is hiding from his enemies what do we see here uh, 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 that that but but because the Lord is with him Gideon is gonna be experienced warrior Gideon was a mighty warrior experienced in warfare because the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. I want to pause right there. Let's go to David a little bit. The younger David. Remember when uh, the, the children of Israel were being mocked by Goliath? You know the story. I don't want to go into the details. But what made uh, the little, young, small David uh, come to challenge, to challenge, to challenge, uh, to challenge uh, Goliath. It was because of the training that he had in the field. He said uh, uh, whenever the bears or, 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 or the lions come to take uh, my, my father's sheep, I go there, I dismantle them. I'm just paraphrasing that. Now, now he knew because uh, it was God in him who gave him the strength uh, to dismantle the bear, to dismantle the lion. You know the strength of a lion. You know the strength of a bear. But David would go and rip it apart why because God was with him and when he saw Goliath what is the statement he says the same thing he says Goliath as just another person just like those lions because God in David will give him what will give him victory that's why David said that you come with me with a with 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 a sword, but I come with you j just in in the name of God. So he goes to fight in the power of the name of God. So here Gideon now he is what he's a mighty man of valor. He's a mighty warrior because the Lord is with him. In fact, the Lord was to fight through Gideon. All Gideon needed was to respond to the call. Listen, the battle is not yours. It is not you to go. 
go in a boxing match and start boxing the devil. What God wants us to do is to be in God because uh, any battle in our lives, if we are not in God, then the enemy takes advantage of you. So Gideon was to, all he needed to do was uh, to just respond, to just commit and fa have faith in God and uh, be in God so that he, God himself, could fight for them. Look at uh, Deuteronomy 31 verse, verse 6. It says, uh, God has promised he will go with you and uh, will never fail you or forsake you. That is a very powerful statement to understand when you are dealing with a spiritual battle, when you are dealing with things that you need God to, you know, to dismantle in your life. Number one, God has promised he will go with you. And if God is pro has promised he will go with you, then he will never fail you and he will never forsake you along the way that means is going to fight for you all you got to do is to position yourself in God to position your, your your heart in God to position your mind in the Spirit of God so that you are connected to God where your power and your sustenance comes from so whatever you may be going through right now, whatever battle you may be battling right now, you need to look to God and to be strong and courageous in him and do not fear for God will fight through you and give you victory. That is the key word right there. God will fight through you. God wants to fight through you so that he can give you victory. My job or the job of other people that praise or, or was, you know, who understand spiritual world fair is is really to cause you first of all to get engaged with God because when you are engaged with God and you are in God things begin to shift so the believers power and authority as well as the dominion over every forces of evil raised in the power of the name of Jesus Christ so you got to understand the power of the name of Jesus Christ now not just understanding the power of the name of Jesus you got to have a relationship with uh, Jesus so that his powerful name could uh, fight for you and stand for you so you are a mighty warrior you have to understand this yes you don't feel like it right now because the enemy is bombarding you in every direction is attacking your marriage is attacking everything and you don't feel like it right now or you are insane battling addiction but I want to remind you that you are a mighty warrior that is what God has called you you just have to be awakened to this truth and understand this truth I'm sharing with you so that you know what God and how God has called you. He's called you a mighty warrior because the Lord is with you. He wants to be with you. The Lord who fights for you and who is with you, he is the one who makes you a mighty warrior. So as we begin to look into the book of Judges chapter 7 verse 2 to 7 there, we begin to understand something very significant with Gideon as God is going to change the trajectory of the Israelites of that day because the enemy was attacking them, the enemy was stealing from them. Each time the, the, the harvest time came, the enemy went in there, stole their crops and actually destroyed 
that which was left. But God is going to use Gideon to change the situation here. Remember when the angel of the Lord had appeared to Gideon, he had said that the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor or mighty warrior. Because he was a mighty warrior then Gideon, because the Lord was with him. So as we come to Judges chapter 7 verse 2 to 7 here, uh, I'm reading in the NASB Bible. It says, And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to hand the Medians over to them. Now, look at this here. God is about to use Gideon to defeat the enemy, but Gideon won't even be the one defeating them as God is going to help them. So here's what Gideon, what, what God begins to do now. He says, uh, uh, God says, uh, you have too many people, otherwise uh, Israel would become boastful, saying, uh, my own power has saved me. So God says, you have too many people, uh, I'm not going to send you to go and fight your enemies with so many people. Uh, I'm going to trim the number to the lowest so that the glory and the honor comes to God. So it continues, it says, uh, now therefore come. Proclaim in the healing of the people, saying, whoever is afraid and worried is to return and leave Mount Gilead. So the Bible records that so 22,000 from, uh, from the people retained, but 10,000 remained. So now Gideon here, he's at how many? 32,000 people who he wanted to go into battle with. But the Lord says the number is too great. I'm not going to use that old number, otherwise Israel will think that uh, they are the ones through their power, through their strength, who have defeated their enemy. So God said, uh, t talk to them, say, uh, say, whoever is afraid, whosoever is afraid can retain. Now look what happens here. The people begins to retain. How many? 22,000 retained. Gideon was left with a uh, 10,000. Now it gets interesting. Then the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. Oh my goodness, God. 10,000 at least is good number for us to go and, uh, you know, um, fight our enemies. But again, God is going to prove to Gideon that it is God who gives a victory. It is God who fights for us. All we need is to be in him and with him and, uh, he will do the rest. So the, then the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. Bring them down to the water and I will taste them for you there. So God isn't telling Gideon, you know, tell others to go, but I will taste them for you and I will show you who should go with you. So he's, the, the Bible says, um, so it shall be that he of whom I say to you, this one shall go with you, he shall go with you. But everyone of whom I say to you, this one shall not go with you, he shall not go with you. So Gideon, he brought the people down to the water. And then the Lord said to Gideon, you shall put everyone who laps the water with his tongue as a dog, laps in one group. And everyone who kneels down to drink in another. Now, the number of those who lapped putting their hand to their mouth was a 300 men. 
But all the rest of the people kneeled down to drink water, uh, 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 which God said that they can't do that. You need to send those uh, back. And the Lord said to Gideon, I will save you with the 300 men who lapped uh, with, with their hands and I will hand over the Midianites to you. Now look here, the significance of this story is that um, first of all, Gideon had about uh, 32,000 uh, soldiers that he was to take to go and fight uh, the enemies that had terrorized them for many years. But God says, I won't send you with those number, with such a number of people, because if I do, if I allow you to go with such a number of people and you have victory, the children of Israel, they will not know that it is I, the Lord, who gave them victory. They will boast that they did it in their own strength. So trim the number. And we see 22,000 people left, and now Gideon had 10,000. As that wasn't in good enough God tells him no we're gonna trim that number as well and Gideon was left with uh, 300 men now this is so interesting because most of the times we feel like uh, when you have uh, too many people uh, then you can have a uh, victory but with God it is different so in every spiritual warfare in every spiritual situation or battle you got to understand that it is God who gives us victory it is God who has to fight for us it is God who has the victory for us so our duty is not to see how big the problem might be, how big the situation might be in our lives. We have to look at uh, how big and great God is and uh, also submit ourselves to God. So before going into any battles, it is important to ensure that God is with you and you are with him. That is very important here. So in Judges chapter 6 verse 25 to 27, before Gideon could take on the Medanites, he first had to confront the idolatry within his family by tearing it down his father's altar of worshipping Baal. So the first thing that Gideon does is that uh, he confronts the, the idolatry that was in his family. The, the altar that was in family. You know, those altars are what the enemy had access to them because they were worshipping a fallen god. And if you look at this account of uh, Gideon here, you begin to see that each and every time Israel went to battle, actually Israel ended up being defeated by their enemy. Why was it that, that way? It is because Israel did not have God. They had abandoned God. They had idols. They were worshipping idols and those idols could not fight for them. And actually the Bible also records that uh, each time Israel went to battle, God would, would actually fight. Uh, uh, fight them through the Israel's enemy. Like God will be on the enemy side to defeat Israel. So the key here is this. The key is uh, we are to be positioned to be in God first. You got to have a relationship with God. Before you go into any battle, any spiritual warfare, you got to understand there are certain things that you need to let go if you have to have that breakthrough. That's why many people go into, you know, 
deliverances, for example, they go into prayer for something and nothing changes, nothing happens when they go back home. It's because there are certain things that they are holding on to that they need to let go so that God can move in. Gideon, the first thing that he does is what? The first thing that he does is to dismantle the idolatry altar that his fathers were worshipping. What are some of the altars that we have? What are some of the idolatry or pagan or false god that we have in our lives that we need to let go? Because as long as those gods are in our lives and they are in our lives, uh, in our lives, the enemy will have access to us. So Gideon does something. He dismantles those. Now, let me tell you quickly here as well. Gideon, uh, he was afraid still to go and confront the enemy, but God told him, I am going to give you victory. And then in the Bible, we read that Gideon, God tells Gideon, okay, I want you to go to the enemy, to the enemy's camp at night before you go and attack them. Go and listen to what they are saying. So Gideon and his few men went to the enemy's camp, and as they were down in the enemy's camp, they found two people talking in that camp. One of them saying, I had a dream, and that dream was a braid tumbling down the hill. Now, look at this here. What has got braid to do with, uh, with, uh, with, with, uh, with a you know, victory here? So this man shared, he's shelling to another person, I had a dream, braid tumbling down, uh, down the hill. And another man gave the interpretation, he said, oh my goodness, that could only mean one thing, that God has given Israel victory over us. So when Gideon heard that, and he left that camp in the night, he knew God had given them victory. But God also wanted to, uh, you know, to uh, assure Gideon that he was going to fight for them. Now you got to understand here in any spiritual battle, in any spiritual warfare, in anything that you're going to battle, you're not going to battle from a position of your own understanding or wisdom. You have to battle from a position of understanding the God who reigns and rules forevermore. So here we begin to understand now why the angel of the Lord had to tell Gideon the the Lord is with you, O might man of valor. Because if God is with you, then there is nothing that the enemy can do. There is nothing that God cannot do through you and in you. So we begin to see now Gideon going and taking, attacking their enemies and their enemies had to scatter because God was with them. What is my point using this account of Gideon? My point is very simple. You can't go into a spiritual battle without God. You can't go into a spiritual battle by just being religious. You can't go into a spiritual battle with a shallow understanding of who God is. You got to know God. You got to know the word of God so that when you stand, when the enemy is attacking your family, is attacking your life, is attacking your future, you know where to stand. You're going to stand on the word of God. You're going to stand on the sound, the teaching of the word of God. It's like when you have the word of God, you are like a man 
or a woman who built the house dug deeper through the word and when the storm of life came to that house that house was unshakable that is what God does when we have God with us so we're gonna continue on this series as we look next at uh, God is with you when God is with you because in every spiritual battle you got to make sure you have God scripture says no man can go into a strong man's house without first tying that man down how do we tie the enemy how do we tie the enemy and bind the enemy before we move in to go and plunder his his goods we tie him by first standing on the Word of God by believing the Word of God and also by emptying ourselves from the spirit of unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, because all those things can affect you as you go into your spiritual battle. So I want you to stay with me as I teach these topics because they are going to help you realize how to fight a spiritual battle and how to win actually because God is with you. So tune in again on Kingdom Insight as I bring you these are teachings I believe the Lord is going to give you deliverance healing and restoration join me again until then Shalom Shalom thank you for watching Kingdom Insight Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God for a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You. Please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.